I'm Suniti Sridhar, and you're listening to Brief Conversations, where legal experts from all industries offer insight into relevant legal topics. To access more comprehensive coverage of today's legal issues, including landmark court decisions and expert commentary on new laws and regulations, subscribe to The Daily Journal at dailyjournal.com. The Writers Guild of America strike has hit its 100-day mark with no end in sight as screenwriters and actors throughout Hollywood are taking a stand against big-budget studios and streaming platforms. Because of this, production has largely gone dark, not just for movies and TV shows, but documentary films as well. Today, we are joined by Diana Palacios, a partner at Davis Wright Tremaine in Los Angeles, who has worked closely with production companies in developing documentaries including Untold on Netflix and The Lionheart on HBO. She'll be speaking more in detail about how the Hollywood strikes have affected documentarians and their production process. Welcome, Diana. Thanks for being here. Thanks. Thanks for having me. So I've seen some discussion that documentaries could benefit in a way from the current downturn in fictionalized film and TV content as studios, you know, may have to start to fill the void with nonfiction content. But I want to ask you to what extent you think that may be true and how you think the strike has impacted you know, the documentary production process, especially considering that documentaries do oftentimes require scripts. Sure. Uh, yeah, I, I've heard the same thing. And the short answer is I, I haven't seen it. And I think a lot of us have not seen it. The theory comes from back in 2007, the last like big strike is when we first saw like the growth of reality TV, because there was a need to fill in a void. And so in this time around, I think everybody thought, okay, there's going to be a need to fill in the void documentaries to save the day. But unlike the prior strike, this time around, the distributors were far more prepared, right? There's a lot more down in the pipeline. It didn't come as a surprise. It wasn't mid-season. So there's a lot of content they can use to fill in the gaps that they don't have to turn to reality TV. They don't have to turn to documentaries. So we haven't necessarily seen an uptick. Anecdotally, I've heard some some people being like, oh, you know, I got another thing, but is it kind of overall industry-wide? I haven't seen it and I haven't heard anybody kind of really say it. I think everybody is very hopeful and we've heard it a lot, but we haven't seen any kind of direct effect to documentaries, in part because the market for documentaries was shrinking even before the strike. And there's less of an appetite for that type of content nowadays. Hmm, that's interesting. So given your extensive experience in acting as counsel for you know high profile production companies, do you think there are certain factors when it comes to work, when it comes to documentaries, like, you know, the genre or the size of the team working on the film that make some documentaries more vulnerable than others during the strike? Yeah, I mean, well, there are some documentaries, while most are non-guild documentaries, there are some that are still WGA, DGA, some of the high profile ones, maybe DGA. It, it may affect that part of it, but there's still so much that can be done without that aspect. It doesn't have a kind of a day-to-day effect, except for, like I said, the hopefulness that distributors will realize that like documentaries are there for the taking. Maybe there's also like, it affects how clients are now marketing projects. Like if they have a project that's put together, sold and ready to go, like this may be a time to hit, right? Because they may, that's, that's what they want. But if it's like, oh, we have this project's going to be ready in two or three months, six months to a year, the hope is that the strike will be done and everything will go back to normal. They don't need a project, you know, six months to a year from now. But if something's all ready to go, there's more appetite for that. Outside of what we talked about, what are some other common legal issues that documentary productions can encounter during this time? And how would you say they should go about addressing these issues? there's anything that's particular to this time that we have to usually take into consideration things that usually come up 
in connection with with guilds for documentaries are usually like reuse fees and whether we have to consider them for example if they're fair using something that has that is connected to guild they they may want to think of whether they have to do the have to pay any reuse fees but there's also i think the the idea of whether the creators of the documentaries the filmmakers feel like there's some allegiance there right if they are part of a dga or even if they're not whether they want to support the strike in some way that is not not because they have to but because they believe in in what they're doing you know there's no guild for documentarians but it doesn't mean that they don't care about these issues so i've had some some of my clients who have talked about it kind of in an ideal world that they'd be there with them right and supporting the cause but also their careers and and their money and their a lot of people who work for them who would be losing out if they said you know us too and it wasn't for any other reason than they feel some allegiance. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Well, Diana, I really appreciate you coming on today and providing some insight on how these historic writer strikes can affect the documentary production process. Thanks so much for taking the time. Of course. Thank you for having me. And that wraps up today's episode of Brief Conversations. We'll see you tomorrow for another episode as we continue our daily conversations with top legal minds, bringing you insights and analysis to keep you informed and up to date. Remember to visit dailyjournal.com to become a subscriber and never miss out on the latest legal news and resources.